Welcome back to the Mastering Your Fertility podcast. This show is all about empowering couples with the knowledge they need to get pregnant, stay pregnant, and have the healthiest baby possible. I'm Kristen Cornett, a functional nutritional therapy practitioner and owner of an online fertility practice called Tiny Feet. I work with women and couples all over the world to optimize their health and fertility so they can build the families they've always dreamed of. You can learn more about me on my website at tinyfeet.co. Hello, everyone. It has been quite some time since I've been here on the podcast. So for those of you who have been listeners in the past, welcome back. For those of you who are new here, thank you for joining me. I am excited for the opportunity to continue sharing tons of information to help you guys improve your health and fertility. So today I'm going to be starting with some personal updates on what has had me away from the podcast for so long. And then I'll tell you how I'm going to be structuring the show going forward. So so today is more of like an informational episode. You can skip it if you want to, but you know, I'm going to invite you into my world a little bit and kind of share what's been happening in my life. If that interests you, then feel free to stick around. Um, the, toward the end of the show, I am going to be talking more about what you can expect from this show for the next year or so kind of what my plans are going forward. So, um, hopefully that does interest you guys a little bit. First, I do want to remind you about some helpful resources that can bring you closer to your health and fertility goals. I've shared these things in the past, but I want to make sure that all of you who are listening know that these things are available to you. First is the, are you healthy enough to get pregnant quiz, which will ask you about common symptoms and five areas of health that are foundational to fertility and also provide you with some practical guidance on how to make improvements in each area. Next is the free mini course on how to choose the best prenatal supplements. And this one walks you through the specific nutrients you need to support your fertility and a healthy pregnancy, and also how to find the highest quality supplements to meet your needs. And lastly, I want to remind you guys that if you are interested in working with me one-on-one to get to the root cause of fertility struggles and also heal your body through functional medicine, I am taking new clients. I do work clinically one-on-one with people. It doesn't matter where you are. Everything's done remotely. If you are interested in that, you can get started by scheduling a 20-minute phone consult with me to explore whether we would be a good fit to work together on your case. And links to the quiz, the supplements course, and phone consult can all be found in this week's episode description for the podcast, regardless of what platform you're listening on. All right, so let's get on to the personal stuff. Honestly, you guys, I really strongly considered skipping this personal update because it is a little vulnerable and it maybe won't interest some of you. Um, But on the other hand, I have always tried to be upfront and real about my personal struggles on the show, especially when it comes to things related to health. Um, This one's not super related to health. I will talk more about the health impact of kind of what I've been going through as we get more and more into some of these new episodes that I wanna put out. Um, But those of us who do health and wellness for a living are, I think, sometimes viewed as having everything figured out in our own health, in our own lives. And I think that this really creates a disconnect between us and the people that we serve. So, you know, we're all human. We all have our struggles and opportunities. It's always been important to me to be open about mine because there's always a possibility that something in my story can help somebody else. So if you guys can find value in this in any way, I do want to share it with you. So here goes. 
on the last episode I published, which I believe was back in January of 2021. My goodness, it's May of 2022. I can't believe I've been gone this long. Uh, But at that point, I shared that I was likely going to be furthering my education in health and wellness. And within a few weeks of that episode, I was actually accepted much earlier than I expected into a chiropractic program that was all the way across the country from where I was living on the West Coast at that time. So my husband and I immediately began making some preparations to move, which was a huge deal moving across the country. Um, And I was supposed to start school this past July, so July of 2021. But shortly after we moved, my husband and I ended up separating and we're actually now divorced. So this is maybe a shocker for people that knew us well to hear that we were ending our marriage. And in a lot of ways, to be honest, I I was shocked too. I, I didn't ever expect to end up in this situation. My husband and I had been through so much together. You guys have heard about some of that on the podcast. I've talked about it in the past. He's actually been on the show at one point, I think back in episode 19 or 20. Um, We really supported each other through some of the toughest times that either of us have been through in our lives. And we also loved each other as people and we still do love each other as people. But after moving to a new place and experiencing all the changes in our lives that have come along with that move, we started realizing that we both wanted and needed different things in a partner than the other was able or willing to give. And the decision to separate was mutual. And we did spend several months trying to see whether we could ultimately work things out between us. To be honest, we probably talked more deeply and connectedly in those months of separation than we did probably the last four, five years or so of our marriage. But in the end, we just decided that it was better for both of us to move on. And this was interesting for me because it didn't look or feel anything like what I expected to go through with a divorce. There wasn't excessive fighting either before we separated or after we separated. No one cheated. There was no hating on each other. There was no ugly legal battle. There was no problems dividing our things. You know, it was just over. And I think we both knew that. And neither of us wanted to force the other person into being someone else, changing who they were just to get our needs met. And at the end of the day, it was more important for us to preserve our relationship by allowing it to change into something else rather than try to force the marriage to work. So Um, at this point we remain very good friends. We are still co-parenting our dogs together. And since we both decided to sit, to stay in the city that we moved to, we do actually see each other often. We usually have lunch a couple of times a month and, um, talk fairly frequently aside from that. So I know this, it sounds like it was easy, but don't get me wrong. It, It definitely wasn't easy. Getting divorced is never easy, regardless of what your situation is. You know, I think for me, being in a new place without my family and friend network while trying to figure out who I am without this person that I considered my other half for, gosh, almost a decade, nine years, a little little over nine years, has been really freaking hard. Um, I think the best way that I can describe it is that it feels like ripping yourself in pieces And then staring at all of those pieces laid out on the floor in front of you. And then you're just trying to figure out how to put them back together again in a different way. And, you know, if you've been through a divorce or a separation, maybe you can relate to this, but you just, you ask yourself these millions of questions, you know, 
who you are, who you want to be, what parts of yourself need to change, what parts of yourself need to evolve, which parts can stay the same. You know, what are you going to be looking for when you decide to open up to a relationship again? What makes you truly happy? Um, you name it. I thought about it. It's been an endless year of thinking and processing and it's been exhausting. It's been terrifying. Um, and yet at the same time, I feel like it's prompted so much personal growth for me. I truly believe that there's no place for growth, like being uncomfortable with where you're at in life for months and months and months on end. I actually read an article recently about how embracing discomfort helps you grow. Um, apparently people who strive to put themselves in situations that make them feel unpleasant feelings like anxiety or awkwardness or nervousness or upset. Uh, apparently these people who put themselves in these situations feel more engaged, they feel more motivated, and they actually believe that they make more progress toward their goals. They've done a study about this, which is fascinating. Um, I can tell you, I definitely wasn't intending or looking to feel uncomfortable in life or gosh, I don't know, maybe I was, but spending so much time in that state really has helped me find a version of myself that feels more fulfilling to me long-term than what I was living before. So at this point, it's probably obvious why I've been off the grid for more than a year. I really did need that time away from podcasting and emailing to process my divorce, to heal emotionally. I moved two more times after the cross-country move because obviously you get divorced, you don't stay living with your ex most of the time. Um, trying to figure out what I want the next chapter in my life to look like and really trying to build a community in a new place. Um, that's, that's a lot. It's a lot of things in a year and change. And the stress of all of this has also brought on some unfortunate health flares that I've had to work through in some ways that I still feel like I'm working through. And I will be sharing more about that in the context of future episodes, because I do think it will be relevant and helpful to some of you to kind of hear what all of this stress has brought to me from a health perspective. Lots of stressful things can happen in people's lives. You might be going through something totally different, but your stress might be man manifesting in a similar way to how it did in my body. So if I can help you guys work through that, I definitely want to share a little bit more in future episodes. Um, thankfully though, I have met some wonderful new friends along the way here in my new place that have supported me through these rough times. I've developed a huge passion for a new activity, um, for dancing. Actually, I decided to take up Latin partner dancing as a fun activity to just start connecting with people, add some movement to my daily routine and boost my mood. And I did find all of those things in dance, but I never expected to find so much more in dance. It's really become this beautiful soul feeding activity that I had no idea I was missing out on by not starting sooner. I've really completely fallen in love with dance and I am now up to learning, I think four styles of Latin dance. Um, Brazilian Zouk, which is my main dance. If you guys have never heard of this before, you should Google it. Brazilian Zouk, Z-O-U-K, and find some YouTube videos of what I've been up to. That's my main dance. I've also been learning bachata, salsa, and most recently I have added Argentine tango to the list. And honestly, you guys finding something that I love this much has been my biggest lifeline in all of this uncertainty that I've been going through this past year. I really don't know how I could have made it through without it. 
So if you're in a tough spot in your life, if you're listening to this podcast, you absolutely may be in a tough spot in your life. If you're struggling with your fertility, the best advice I can give anyone struggling through something tough, including infertility is just to find and cultivate joy in whatever way you can. I truly believe it's the best medicine for whatever is ailing you. And it's a great way to take your mind off of what you're going through instead of just focusing so heavily on the pain or the struggle. And I, that's really hard when you're going through a fertility struggle, when you're going through a health struggle, I've been through a lot of those in my life. It's really difficult to take your attention away and put it onto something else, but really changing the, the, what you put your energy into, what you focus on is a key piece of healing. So highly recommend. In the end, I did end up deciding to put off going to school, possibly indefinitely. I just don't think that the stress of getting my doctorate is the right thing for me at this point in my life, especially after everything that's happened recently. I also just being totally honest, have no idea whether I'll ever end up having children at this point. It's obviously not completely off the table. I mean, I'm only 33 going on 34 but the future is just really uncertain in this area for me now. And I've had to do a lot of emotional processing around that. I'm sure that's something that will come up on future podcast episodes as well. That said though, I am still passionate about helping other people build their families. I do plan to stay with fertility work, at least for now. I mean, there are other things that I'm passionate about, but I think I can bring a lot of those subjects into the podcast in a way that helps support you guys from a a whole health perspective, which, you know, we know whole health impacts fertility in countless ways. So that's kind of what's up for me now. I'm going to move on from the personal stuff and I want to spend some time talking about what the podcast is going to look like going forward. So the first thing that I want to say is that I am not going to be committing to regular publishing times like I have in the past. Really in my quest to reduce stress in my life, I've decided to be more, shall we say, selective about the pressure that I place on myself as a recovering perfectionist that has been going through a painful process of trying to be less perfectionistic um, and accept more things about myself um, and my situation, just the way they are now. So my goal is to publish two episodes per month, but I'm really going to be focusing on making sure that you guys get high quality content that I feel excited and prepared to bring to you rather than just trying to force myself to produce content on a given schedule. Uh, you know, I don't want there to kind of be like throwaway episodes that I just put out there because it's time to publish something and I didn't, you know, have the inspiration or whatever to put out an, an amazing episode for you guys. So my goal is to make everything that I put out on the podcast something that I'm proud of, something that I'm excited about, and something that I think is really going to help all of you. So the best way to know when a new episode comes out is to either subscribe to the podcast on whatever your chosen listening platform is, or you can also get on my email list so you can be notified when new content hits. I do email when I have new episodes come out, just so if you're not subscribed to the podcast or you happen to miss it, you listen to a lot of podcasts, you have an email in your inbox that lets you know when the episode hits and kind of what you can expect from each one. The second thing that I want to share about the podcast is that I will be publishing some new episodes on content that has previously been covered here on the show. When you work clinically like I do, you do have to be open to new ideas and ways of thinking about things as you absorb additional information, as you learn from your clients, as you work with people. 
And although I have taken a lot of time off of podcasting, I have continued throughout this past year plus to work with one-on-one clients. Um, And I've learned a lot during that time. And I do have some new views on topics like stress, like thyroid, like food sensitivities, digestion, hormones. And I do want to bring that stuff to you guys. So you'll be getting some fresh episodes on those subjects and you may find, you will definitely find some differing opinions from things that I've shared in the past on the podcast. You know, you only know what you know. So you publish episodes, you, you know, you want to bring helpful content as you learn it. And sometimes that means that your opinions change and you want to share what you've learned. One thing I will say that you'll be hearing a lot about from me as I revisit some of those topics and dive into some new ones is the impact of the nervous system on the rest of the body. The brain and the nervous system as control centers of the body, I don't feel like get enough attention when it comes to addressing chronic health and fertility challenges. And that's probably because achieving nervous system regulation requires a lot of hard discussions about things like mental and emotional health, relationships, past trauma, even life purpose. And those are not things that most providers are trained to discuss in their practice. They may not even realize that there's value in having those discussions in their practice, unless maybe they're a mental health professional. Now you may have noticed that I had developed a deeper interest in mind body modalities shortly before going dark on the podcast. And not only has that interest persisted for me, it's actually exploded quite honestly. I see nearly unlimited potential for healing when taking a nervous system centered approach to overall health, as well as to fertility. Now I want all of my high stress type a folk, i.e. me (laughs) to stay with me through these discussions. You know, you might be like I was a few years ago and just think that this stuff doesn't apply to you, but trust me, if you think it doesn't apply to you, you are the one that needs to hear it the most. If you are white knuckling your way through life, or white knuckling your way through your fertility journey, your answer to a lot of these struggles is much more likely to be found in learning different ways to relate to yourself, relate to your relationships, relate to your environment, than in pursuing things like restrictive diets or, you know, fancy complicated supplement protocols. And I know that something that saying something like stress causes infertility is very likely to ruffle a few feathers. It ruffled my feathers (laughs) when I first learned that this was a possibility that that stress and infertility could be linked the way that they are, but it's true. Um, And many of you need to hear it the same way that I needed to hear it. I didn't take it seriously earlier on in my journey. I should have. And for me, it's not even it's not even all about stress causes fertility issues. It's about stress causes health issues and health issues can lead to fertility issues. So if hearing that phrase stress causes or can cause infertility, if hearing that makes you uncomfortable, then I invite you to embrace that discomfort and listen anyway, because as we discussed earlier, discomfort is often a breeding ground for growth. And I think there's a lot of growth to be had here. I've grown a lot personally. I know that there's a lot of room for growth in this area for many of you. So um, stick with me and we'll figure that out and grow together. All right. So the next thing to know about the podcast is that I would really love to start bringing you guys some case studies so you can gain some inspiration from real life stories. I know I've had some real life stories on the podcast with a lot of the people that I've interviewed, 
bringing information more as experts, but like sharing their story kind of at the beginning of the episode, kind of want to switch this around with some of these case studies and really have their story be the focus of the episode um, so that you guys can see what people have been through and, and maybe see how that can apply to your own journey. So I am planning to bring in some of these case studies from my own practice and clients that I've worked with, but I do also want to invite you if you've had success with a holistic or a functional approach to fertility and you want to share your story to educate and encourage others, please, please, please reach out and let me know. You can email me at info at tinyfeet.co. I would love to hear from you guys um, and get you on the show if you think your story can help other people. I also do want to bring back my question and answer episodes. There have been a small handful of these on the podcast previously, but they were really fun. I really enjoyed doing Q&A. Whenever I do live events or webinars or classes, Q&A is one of my favorite parts. You know, hearing what you guys want to know, hearing what you're interested in, you know, seeing what questions come up frequently, that really helps me target content to you guys. So if you have a fertility or a hormone related question that you want to hear me answer on air, please email me and let me know. I will respond to your question personally via email when you send one to me. And then I will add that question to the pool of questions that I'm going to be choosing from to be featured on future episodes. So again, the email that you can contact me at to send your questions is info at tinyfeet.co. And lastly, I do still want to bring you new interviews from amazing practitioners, authors, researchers in the women's health and fertility fields that can help teach us all new perspectives. Um, I do have some guests in mind already for future episodes, but there, if, if there is someone that you would like me to interview on the show, please reach out with your suggestion. Again, you can email me at info at tinyfeet.co. Okay, so that pretty much covers it now for podcast episodes. Aside from the podcast, I will be working on bringing you guys some updated course content, including releasing a DIY version of the Functional Fertility Healing Program that I taught live at the beginning of last year. I think I started that in January and finished in February last year. I am hoping to release that DIY version by the end of the summer, but you know, as I mentioned, <laughs> I am finding ways to reduce stress and pressure on myself. So, you know, deadlines might be a little bit flexible for the time being, but I am really excited to share that course more widely because it is essentially a download of everything I've learned, both through study and clinical work about supporting and restoring optimal fertility in both partners. So I'm covering a ton of topics in that course. It's very comprehensive. I'm covering nervous system health and mind-body strategies. I cover that first in the course because I really feel like it, it helps address every other area that I then talk about later. Um, I talk about cycle tracking, hormone balancing, um, egg quality support, diet, nutrient status, food sensitivities, gut health, immune function, inflammation, thyroid function, which is a huge one, toxin avoidance and healthy detoxification support, male fertility, of course, which is a, a big topic. Your, your male partners are 50% of the equation. So we definitely need to cover that. I talk about functional testing options as well as conventional testing options and individualized supplementation. So pretty much all of the areas of health that are impacting your fertility, how to assess if you need support in a particular area and how to move forward with addressing each area that you identify you may need support in. 
You won't want to miss it when it comes out, trust me. And you can receive updates on timing and get priority access by being on my email list, which you can do through the things I discussed at the beginning of the episode. I think that's all I have for you guys today. I am really looking forward to being back with you soon with some exciting new episodes. Hopefully you guys have um, found this update interesting. Um, (laughs) Hopefully the personal stuff wasn't too in-depth for you guys. Like I said, I, I really do just try to be open and honest about what I go through because sometimes hearing about other people's struggles and issues can help support you on your own journey. So I am looking forward to spending more time here with you guys on the podcast this year, and um, we'll see what happens together. Bye for now.